This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. And this hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to provide our listeners the real facts and the real stats about our local market. You wouldn't go into a basketball game without a well-prepared game plan. Well, real estate's no different. We will provide you with information that will help you make well prepared make that a well prepared game plan so you'll be a winner in the real estate market um and to help us with that today because you always want to hedge your bet you know that real estate's a good investment but what if something happens such as a fire earthquake flood vandalism you got to have it insured so insurance is a big part of real estate also so to help us with that, we have Madonna Fernandez of AAA Insurance here and an affiliate member of the Association of Realtors. Yes, good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> all right, first time on the radio? Yes, it is. Not nervous at all, though. You, you, Even though my name's Madonna, and I have never been on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask you if you were related. Oh, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You've, you're how long you been in the real, uh, insurance industry? So it's actually my third year. Um, when I was in college, I was actually a finance manager uh, for a while, for a long time. And so, yeah, my insurance agent actually said you would be perfect to do insurance. And I said, okay. And I gave it a thought. And yeah, I am here. I am three years later and I love it. Why do you love it? I love it because I actually get to connect to people. People that know me personally know I love talking a lot and getting to know people and getting people to know people's background and their interests. So I just love connecting with people and making sure that they're protected and everything. Mm -hmm. I could probably use a little bit of insurance right now because I just realized something. I forgot to introduce Gerard Lozano. <laughs> I'm going to need that insurance. That's now. a big liability uh, as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah. You know. I, I'm doomed now for a while. I just come, popped in on a Saturday morning to check on you, and yeah, you then to make sure uh, the I was game doing plan the went out right. the window. Yeah. All right, Gerard Lozano. He is the executive director of the Fresno Association of Realtors, and. Um, Welcome. He's so glad Thank you're here. You very much. It's been a while. Yeah. Like a week or so. But I've got questions for Madonna too, so it's uh it's um perfect. So you don't mind my questions I Oh, can I don't mind in, any I questions. Yeah. Good. I'm ready for you guys. <laughs> Good deal. All right, and then at the end of the show after we're off, you tell us which questions did you prefer the best okay gerard's or mine okay all right mm -hmm. but okay. but not for the listeners we don't want to oh no taint their opinion yeah i'll definitely choose one out of the two mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so um what is it that you love about insurance because it just seems like numbers 
You know what? So exactly. So before that, I was a finance manager and I loved it dealing with numbers, um, but I didn't get to connect and kind of conversate with people. It was mainly always with corporations and corporate. So me connecting with clients, getting to know them, figuring out what coverage they need. And you actually build relationships when you do that. And that's my number one thing I do enjoy is building relationships with clients and also meeting people. And yeah, I love it. So of all of your book of business, uh-huh. what percentage would you say that you've actually met these people? Um, that I've actually met with these people in person, I would say about 90%, 85 to 90%. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing because so many people want to buy insurance online or not that they want to, but they think that's the easier way to do yeah. it. What's the, what's the advantage of meeting somebody in person and then being able to write a policy form that fits them. So it does take, of course, more time when you're dealing with people in person. Um, the only thing I would say is actually get to know a little bit about their background, and I ask them those questions so I know what I'm insuring. When you're online, you don't you're looking at a price, and you don't necessarily know what the coverages are covering. Um, for an example, I might have a married couple in front of me. They recently might have got engaged. They're telling me their story. We're talking. And then I see, you know, her ring. And so I want to make sure that's also insured too correctly. So there's a lot of things that you want to make sure that are covered that you meant not necessarily see online. So Yeah, that's a good point because a ring, jewelry is with a typical policy. Yeah. Is, is it not covered at it's all? It's barely or? covered at a minimum. So mm-hmm. um, about 2,500 if you extend that coverage up to 7,500, but you don't necessarily would know those things. And you also want to know that it's covered if you need to be appraised, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else is not covered in a policy typically unless you add it on? So like those high, if anything that's appraised, so a high ticket item would have to be appraised and we would have to send that in to make sure because you do, that is included on your homeowner's policy. What's a high ticket item? Like the wedding ring. Some people have um, expensive artwork or a coin collection. So there's a lot of things that people will actually collect. Even um, the main one would be the coins, uh, firearms actually in cover too as well. But those are things that we just want to make sure that we get to know the client, ask those questions, so we know what we're, what needs to be added and what doesn't. I wonder if I should add uh, my bobblehead collection from the Grizzlies back when it was Carlos Correa, Alex Bregman, those guys. I, I, I have their bobbleheads. Oh, you want to make sure those are appraised just to see? Well, yeah. I'll hold on know. them. I'll, I'll hold them for you. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a question, though, and you visit with couples, so mm-hmm. usually men will leave their cell phones on during a radio live radio show but usually men want to go Sorry maybe the, the the little save a little bit of money i'll just put it that way uh-huh. and it's not like you're trying to get into their real real personal business but mm-hmm. um hey i want to save such and such i'm sure there's different levels of what might be a higher oh. ticket you'd like you're speaking to and then might be a higher price for the insurance coverage, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm situations differ, I know, but um, yeah. maybe talk a little bit about that, folks thinking, well, I'm not sure if I want to put this on there. And yeah, so we always ask uh, those questions. So you're not, you don't have <clears throat> to add it on your policy, but we do mm-hmm. ask those questions just so we want to make sure that the client knows what they can and can't do and what coverage they want protected. Um, also, too, there is ways that you can actually decrease the premium. So by adding something is going to increase it. But if you want to decrease it and kind of you can change your deductible. Some people have a low gotcha. homeowner's deductible yeah. by raising that kind of compensates for the coverage. 
Ah, deductibles. That that brings yeah. out a good question. What's a typical deductible? Is it five hundred? Yeah, normally five hundred to a thousand. Um, so just depending on the client's preference, just like it would in auto. So you can pick your deductible mm. and pick your coverage. What advice do you give somebody if they're saying, "Hmm, I, I, I w- should I do five hundred or should I do a thousand or should I do twenty five hundred? What what advice do you give them or what questions do you ask to help them make that decision? Yeah, so I always ask what they have on their auto because more or less we're prone to use our auto deductible more than our home. So I always ask, you know, what do you have with your auto? Do you like that deductible? Um, Also, too, is I asked them if they had to open a home claim, how fast are they able to pay for that $500 deductible compared Uh. to the thousand? If you have that 500 ready to go and it's available, I would say go with 500. But if it's gonna be harder for you to get that thousand dollars or 2,500, then maybe you should go with a lower deductible because you'll pay a little bit less annually compared to coming up with that difference. What is a little bit less? Like percentage wise, there, what's the difference between a 500 deductible and a thousand dollar deductible so it, on a homeowner's? Yeah, so it, it goes into, it, it's, goes into all the replacement costs and things like that, that plays the variable of it. But typically the difference is a hundred to $150 difference. Okay. A year, so annually. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's say somebody had to turn in a claim and it was, they had a thousand dollar deductible, but it looks like it's gonna cost $1,200 to to do it. Should they even bother with the claim? It's all up to your personal preference. Sometimes people rather have the insurance company take it over and deal with it, or sometimes they won't. So it's all your personal preference too. Mm-hmm. Back to the online thing, because mm-hmm. you're giving some really good advice yeah. here. And making... It's because millennials love going online <laughs> and Googling what can I get. So yeah, especially, but when it comes to your home, I kind of would <laughs> did yeah. not recommend that. Do you find, I... oh, yeah, ahead. I'm sorry. Do you find once they are in front of you, they come to your office, say, you probably pull up their online form. Oh yeah. Is it totally different once they get in front of you because oh, maybe they a little fibbed a bit on the on the online and we're just kind of checking it out. But yeah, a hundred percent. And have... also too, um, you know, friends or family. If I'm not their agent, mm. they'll always ask me those random, hey, those scenarios. So I always yeah. say if you like, so things like that. I always recommend go in person, talk to someone in person. Even though millennials, we love going online stuff. I still remember. I still recommend that kind of just sit down and go over it in person. Mm-hmm. Much like you're used to with real estate. I mean, realtors, mm-hmm. people go online. It's the first place everybody goes. And then mm-hmm. uh, we always encourage people to talk to a lot of different realtors. And yeah. in your business, I'm sure it's much the same. And you need to get along with their clients and, and give them the information. So mm-hmm. it, that human touch is not going to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I still consider myself a millennial because I was born before the last millennial yeah. <laughs> or millennium. <laughs> All right, so when we get back from our first commercial break, I want to get into the different types of homeowner policies okay. and, and see what would what might be best because I'm sure it's not one size fits all. Correct. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio, we have Gerard Lozano, co-host. <laughs> is that your title today? I just had nothing to do this morning. So I wanted to come down. All right. Ed. Haven't seen Madonna in a week, so yeah. thought, hey. <laughs> All right. I'll come down here and see you as well. 
Ah, thank you. And, and here we have Madonna Fernandez of AAA Insurance, an affiliate member of the Fresno Association of Realtors and providing insurance services for many of our clients. Yes, good morning. Good morning. All right, so in the first segment, we talked eh, insurance in general, mm-hmm. even got into deductibles. But there can't be just one policy that's right for everybody. So what are the different types of of homeowner insurance that okay. we have. Yeah, so there's different types of homeowner's policies. Um, the, the typical is an HO3, which is the homeowner's policy. Um, that's covering the homeowner living in the property. And then also if they have a secondary property, like a, co- a home at the coast or in the mountains or a second property, they kind of go back and forth between those. Those are also a secondary homeowner's policy. So same thing. Um, and then we have uh, DP3s, and those are rental properties. So rental properties is ho- um, homeowner owns it, but tenant lives in the property. So it would cover the home, the structure, just not their personal property. And then we even have ones for our renters too. So if you're a renter, mm. then you get to, uh, it covers your personal property and your liability as well while you're occupying that property. So for those of us that are learning how to spell, what does HO3 and DP3 <laughs> all stand for? So those are just endorsements that we use. So a homeowner's policy, a dwelling for if a tenant lives in there. And then also to um, the HO4 is a homeowner's policy considered, but it's for a rental. So it's just a terminology that we use so we can distinguish kind of if the tenant lives in there or the homeowner lives in there. So let's talk the difference between an HO3, homeowner 3, mm-hmm. and homeowner 4. Okay. What What's the difference? Just homeowner, uh, HO3 is the um, homeowner actually owns the home and occupies the home. And HO4 is just what we use for insurance, but it means that the person that is living and occupying that home is a renter. So they don't own the home. So can can an investor mm-hmm. who, who owns several homes uh-huh. do HO4s on all their rentals? No, they would do DP3, so the tenants the people that are occupying the property get HO4s. That's covering them while they're living in the property. So a lot of um, people that are investors and they own different properties or rentals, they actually will, I've been noticing a lot in the industry that they'll require their tenants, their, the renters, to actually have renter's insurance. What's the advantage of that, of requiring somebody to insure themselves? Yeah, so for some, if for an example, if you're renting and you have a renter's policy, that's going to cover the liability. So someone comes over, trips and falls, they're going to go through the renter's insurance too to file that claim instead of going after the homeowner first. So it's protecting the homeowner's liability. Golly. <laughs> all these, I mean, we don't have to know all this stuff, but this is great information. Yeah. I don't have to deal with it, but, you know, you always learn things. Yeah. How has the, um, like, renter's... Um, Insurance, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Has that gone up over the years? Are, are renters insuring? I live in Don Scordino's rental home. Are more folks turning to insurance? Or has that changed since you've seen the in business the, and from what you've heard over the years? Um, in the industry, I have noticed <clears throat> that a lot of people are getting renter's insurance. And I notice mm-hmm. it's because of a lot of investors and a lot of people who own rental properties. If you've ever had a bad experience with the claim, they will require the tenant to have that just so it goes through their policy and their coverage. Okay, okay. It's curious. It also covers their personal property, too, as a renter. If they are out of town and they're not occupying the home, it covers the renter stuff, too, as well. So are more people buying renter's insurance today than 
10, 20, 30 years ago? Since I've been in the industry um, from when I first started, yes, it's been a very, very popular. And also a lot of times people bundle their policies with us. So they'll get auto and then they'll get a renter's policy. And that way mm -hmm. with all those discounts, mm -hmm. you kind of get the second policy for free. So, so you get, you can bundle your different casualty insurances, auto, mm -hmm. liability, homeowners or renters and get good discounts. Yes. What, how do they base the rates? So let, let me give you an example. You got a five-year-old home, 1,500 square foot tile roof. You got a uh, 50-year-old home with a comp roof, same square footage. Mm -hmm. Are they going to be about the same in, so in all those, policy? Not necessarily, no, not at all, because all those variables play a difference. So the roofing the inside of the home, what kind of counters you have, what kind of flooring you have. That 50-year-old home, it goes based off the materials on the outside, if it was stucco to use at home, if it was a brick veneer, they had a nice brick veneer. So all of those little variables, um, that's how we find out the replacement class. So when you're going online, you're getting a quote, it's not necessarily pulling up mm -hmm. all those details of saying, hey, well, I got original hardware, I don't have laminate. So you wanna ask those questions too. And I'd imagine throw a pool in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> On either side, right? It's gonna, Yeah, you wanna make sure that pool's things. covered. Anything detached, yes. your homeowner's policy will cover anything detached. You have a, you put in a nice barbecue in the back, built in. So those things you wanna ask those questions um, in the home and yeah. So it would be completely different, yeah. So it, it sounds like it's really important to actually speak to your agent yeah. so that you know what upgrades are in the home. Especially with a lot of the fires in California, a lot of times um, with homeowners, uh, we run a system called the 360 report. It's pretty much just us asking all those questions in detail. With a lot of the fires, people haven't looked at policies for a long time and you know had carpet, but they did a lot of upgrades. So you want to make sure that stuff is upgraded on your policy. And also when you get your renewal, look it over. Mm. If you don't feel comfortable, go with your insurance agent and kind of go over those things because throughout the year things change. And so it's really important to look it over too. So year built is going to be important in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> and I seen Don bought here, so. <laughs> yeah. I did bring a policy along, so I'll be asking you questions about it because at first glance, it looks like it's Greek. Yeah. Yeah. And accounting uh, <laughs> paper. Right. Uh, it's almost like looking at my tax return. Yeah. My, eye, my eyes are spinning. The CPA did it. The insurance people did it. Yeah. So um, a lot of people are saying that, um, uh, gee, should I get earthquake insurance? Because uh, that's not part of a typical policy, right? That, Correct. That, yeah. Is that a separate policy or is it an add-on? Yeah, so actually the um, California Earthquake Authorities, it's actually an uh, insurance policy through California. The insurance agencies pretty much set the policy up for you, but it's actually through the California Earthquake Authority, so it's through that. Um, and then also for national flood um, insurance, that's actually through the national, on a national level. So it's not through um, an actual agency. We just kind of set the policy up. So would the policy for earthquake mm -hmm. be different in or a different cost than from fresno than let's say san francisco yeah a huge difference mm -hmm. um so it goes based off their reporting too um and also the coverage is a lot different so on a regular homeowner's policy you have a set deductible five hundred thousand. when you're dealing with an earthquake policy you actually pay a percentage of the dwelling so you you would pay 15 percent of whatever your dwelling is to be able to start 
So the deductibles are a lot different. So you got I, all that? You're paying a percentage <laughs> instead of a, instead of just paying. So we'll use a $200,000 dwelling. That's pretty much what the replacement cost is. So uh-huh. if you're going to pay 15%, that means it's $30,000 deductible before they start. So it's a little bit different than your homeowner's policy. Oh, wow. So you got to pay the first yeah, 30000 Yeah, you can 000. choose your deductible. You can choose a 5%, but in, in earthquake policies, it goes by a percentage, not by a flat rate. Now I understand why my aunt's home in Los Angeles still has cracks in the in the stucco. Oh yeah, I mean, it's some, and there obviously was movement. It's not your typical stucco cracks that we see here from expansion and contraction. And the scary part is another good example is um, now that you brought that up too is if a home were to be involved in an earthquake, and then let's just say the water heater tips over and it starts a fire. Ooh. Well, that earthquake started the fire, so that would be an earthquake claim. Oh, wow! So make sure, yeah. <laughs> so we got it when, when when the earthquake happened. I believe it was sometime last year. I got so many calls that Monday morning about the earthquake that happened close to us, and so yeah, it's a big concern. <laughs> and, and you know, it's funny. I'm a millennial times two, uh-huh. maybe times three, somewhere in there. <laughs> three and a half. I, oh. right. <laughs> I've never felt an earthquake yet. Me either. I have. Are you kidding? I'm serious. I must always be in the car while there's an earthquake or out of town or because you don't use freeways and you're spending too much time in the car. (laughs) (sighs) That's another story. Another. Yeah. yeah. I hope you have a a very good insurance policy on that vehicle. Uh, That I do. (laughs) Uh, Do you say good or expensive? (laughs) (laughs) However you want to see it. All right. So. that's interesting about earthquakes. Mm-hmm. So you're you're paying the first fifteen percent, mm-hmm. the first fifteen percent uh, uh, as a deductible. Um, hmm. And I would imagine a lot of those cracks can be fixed for well under, yeah, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. Wow. Flood insurance. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Flood insurance is pretty much like if a lot of times. Um, Loan, uh, they'll require it for loans. So just in case, um, like if you live by a canal, things like that, or some areas require it for that loan because they live in an area where it's more of a high risk, but water seeping into the home, that wouldn't be covered. So if a pipe breaks in your home on your standard homeowner's policy and water's leaking out, that would be covered. But something from outside going in a flood, that's not covered under your standard homeowner's. So I've heard that before. It has to be in the perimeter of the house, inside mm-hmm. the perimeter of the house yeah. to be covered by homeowners. Mm-hmm. If it's from outside, like a bad sprinkler valve, um, th- then... You would have, yeah, depending on the circumstances for the claims, it, a lot of the times is if it's any of the water that's outside seeping in due to like a high flood rain, things like that, that wouldn't be covered under your standard homeowner's policy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we do have to go to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we have Madonna Fernandez of AAA Insurance here with us and the reason for the music from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. (laughs) It's all part of casualty insurance. Mm -hmm. And, of course, speaking of casualties, we have Gerard Lozano here in the studio with us. 
<laughs> I'm going to be a casualty if I'm not careful. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I found a policy from one of my clients, and uh, it shows dwelling is five hundred twenty-five thousand. The purchase price on that property was six hundred thousand. Why? Why is that different? So the difference is, is um, with insurance, we don't cover the land, so we're not insured to cover the land, and we also don't insure like the market value in the area of what homes are actually selling for. So school districts, a nice new shopping center, they have a new Starbucks on the corner. Mm. The insurance, I'm sorry, but we don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're there just to insure the land, uh, the home, I'm sorry, the replacement cost of the home. So that's how much it would be to rebuild and replace that home. Okay, so the, build, the rebuild cost would be the same no matter if you're near that good school or, or yeah. good shopping center, it's it's still the same. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, and then I um, I remember complaining one many years <laughs> ago to my insurance agent, uh-huh. and it's like, why is it? Do I have to have so much? He said, because replacement cost also covers demolition. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Oh didn't think of that yeah so if there's a fire and they're also you need they have to have removal of the debris things like that that's actually all uncovered under your homeowner's policy as well have you ever been out on a big claim like that where your client lost your home I so I don't for insurance agents with AAA we actually don't deal with claims we have claims adjusters that are licensed for that so once a claim happens they go ahead and take it over but I have had a client come in where it was a a fire and it was a big um well it was a bad scenario for her really bad she had a theft claim right before that and then the home caught fire soon after so yeah Mm. so it took about three to four months but she was okay (laughs) you you took good care of her i'm sure (laughs) and boy i would think by dealing with somebody local that Mm -hmm. that that can listen to them and, and their concerns that had to make her feel better oh yeah and you want to make sure too that your client's okay and everything's all situated um if you get can you explain to us what replacement cost is yeah so replacement cost is actually not depreciating any of it it's pretty much exactly how it was replacing the exact item so even for personal property too that's also covered under your homeowner's policy so um a lot of times too i always tell clients to make sure that on their homeowner's policy that their personal property is covered too at replacement costs so without that replacement cost, and if it was depreciated, and let's say it was a 50-year-old house, mm-hmm. and uh, it cost 200000 to rebuild, are they just going to... Yeah, because now say fifty, you know, fifty years of depreciation. Here's your check for yeah. twenty thousand. Yeah, you know what? And I think since I've been in the insurance industry, we've always insured for replacement costs, and I think that had to do with California regulations of home ownership. So I think that kind of they change that. So uh, all the times it's always replacement costs. We can't insure anything else besides that. Which is a great thing because you want to make sure your home yeah, is covered. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. As a real estate broker, it, mm-hmm. I always worry about my client making sure that they get the right insurance and i'm not yeah. always a part of that yeah so i want to know they're in good hands so yeah. that that makes me feel better right yeah. there um okay now i see here on this declaration page mm-hmm. also called the deck page uh other structures is covered for um uh 10 percent five fifty two hundred or excuse me fifty two thousand dollars 
Yeah, so that's anything like detached from your home. So not, we always tell clients it's not connected on the same roof. So if it's not connected on the same roof and it's detached from your roof, that's a detached structure. So if you have a shed, uh, patio set, uh, maybe you set up a nice barbecue grill in the backyard built in. So any of those would be considered detached structures. Is that pretty standard though to have 10%? Yes. Can you say, hey, I want to tailor this to my own home? All I have is a plastic shed that I bought at Home Depot for $200. Can I get that lowered down to 200 yeah, And that's a great question. That's one of the popular questions we that's get a lot, too. That's why I'm here. Oh, <laughs> That's a popular question we get. But actually, with us, is we're not charging that on the policy. We're actually only charging you for the main property. So when you look at your main page, it's mainly charging you for the property, not other structure and things like that. It's okay. kind of bundled in. So that's not a place to cut corners. Correct. Ah, okay. <laughs> Got that very expensive yard work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the tools and your mower in there, That's Donnie. right. Um, that's where I keep my Fresno Car. Grizzlies bobblehead <laughs> collection at. Okay. Now, how about uh, personal property? I see that that's $365,000. Um, so do people really have that much so personal property is actually pretty much, I always tell another funny way of telling clients is if you get your house, you flip it upside down, you shake it, anything that falls is personal property. So your couches, your TV, uh, anything like that, that's all personal property. Um, another thing is people, sometimes people don't really know is um, your personal property is covered um, in transit. So if you're moving and you have a U-Haul filled up and you're moving to a new house and let's just say you park it, you get some coffee, someone steals it or steals any of your personal property, that's covered under your homeowner's policy. Um, things that you leave in the car, someone breaks in, steals the laptop. So that would be covered for fire, That would be covered. theft, vandalism? That's covered your personal property. If it's stolen, someone takes it, things like that. So that would be covered. Okay. And then if... Um if the house floods, that's covered. Your so it depends how that water floods got in that inside, house. Ah. If it's fun, yeah. floods in the inside. I yeah, it depends how that. I'm water, listening. If it was due to a flood, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that listening. before the earthquake and the heater fell over, or no? Yeah. After. <laughs> that's why we start asking those questions. But uh, yeah, so it just depends on if the home is in a fire, that personal property is going to be mm. covered. If I'm out of town, someone steals my luggage, <clears throat> stolen. That's covered under my homeowner's policy too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah, it's a trip or a triple A <laughs> American Airlines. American Airlines off the hook. But uh, you gotta know you could still See? try to go after them too. Okay, but yeah, but that would be covered in your homeowner's policy too as I well. I didn't realize that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Valuable information right, here on down, yeah. Welcome Home Radio. <laughs> Luggage, loss of use, hundred four thousand. What what is loss of use? Loss of use. I, other than the. I guess I could figure that one out. You can't use it anymore. Exactly. So is that your hotel bill? Exactly, yes. So if your home's getting rebuilt, let's just say you have to not be in the property for six months, that's going to cover you while you are you know, have to live somewhere else. Your food, you're not able to, you're mm. going to have to maybe cook, eat out sometimes. So that's all covered for loss of use too, mm-hmm. which is already built into the policy. So that's another one you don't want to cut corners on either. <laughs> all right. Now comes the big one. Personal liability, three hundred thousand. What what is what does that cover? Yeah, so personal liability you can have with the lowest at being at a hundred thousand, the highest being at half a million, five hundred thousand. That covers mailman comes, drops off your mail, he trips and falls. 
he is going to sue you because it is your property and that water hose was in the way. So that's covered your liability as a homeowner. Mm-hmm. How about the hose? How about the step going off your property? Yep. Doesn't matter. Is. Have you heard those? There's crazy it, stories in the news too how people theft, a person will come in, rob, uh, and then sue for medical payments. So. But he was going through to make the next delivery and he wasn't watching where he was walking. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's got cameras now, yeah. and you can say, hey, you, he was going through the mail, and then he takes a tumble off the step because yeah. he wasn't looking. Yeah, so liability, technically, oh my that's goodness. protecting you as a homeowner because there's times where people um, do a theft claim. They'll go in, break in the home, and then they'll sue the homeowner for uh, a <laughs> uh, dog bite. <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah huh. so all that stuff can be sued for homeowners. That's why Don hasn't invited me over yeah. yet. <laughs> 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 I might trip. <laughs> We live in such a litigious uh, society. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay, on liability, does it have to be on the property or can it, let, let's say, okay, last year I was golfing with Gerard and he sliced one really bad and the ball whizzed right by me. We weren't at his house. Yeah. But had he struck me, could I have gone after him? It wouldn't him? have hurt. I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> He goes, so this scenario would have never happened, but if it did happen. <laughs> Does an injury actually have to occur? I could have just been afraid. Yeah, so if, it, if it's tied into like work or things like that for other embezzlements, other things like that, no. But this is covering you as a homeowner because technically uh, if, he, if you sued him, he owns a home, you technically can go after his home. So this is protecting homeowners of protecting for that liability. So that would have covered so you him. So can, you can file a claim, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Now- 300,000 seems like a lot, but now, especially in comparison to the next thing on this declaration Uh page, that doesn't seem like very much at all. Medical payments to others, $2,000. Why is that so low? Does it assume everybody has Medicare? So the personal liability is covering if they want to sue over that amount. The medical payments is, let's just say your friend comes over and is helping you cook stuff in the kitchen, slicing potatoes, and has to get stitches. So usually it's more minor, things like that. Mm-hmm. When they do big claims and want to sue you, that's for the liability. That falls under liability. But usually the medical payments is just medical treatment to go get checked out. Now this is interesting. Additional coverages, limited fungi, wet or dry rot, or bacteria. What what's that about? So it don't that's only gonna cover you limited for an example. Sometimes people have water damage and they have it there for years and years and years. And if it starts to mold or get fungus, so we're we we do not cover that. It has to be a a fairly recent new water claim. So not due to negligence on the property. Mm-hmm. Well, I came to the end of the list, so yeah. we're gonna go to our next commercial break. <laughs> but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio nine forty ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, along with co-host Gerard Lozano of the Fresno Association of Realtors, along with special guest Madonna Fernandez of AAA Insurance. You're wondering why you're a special guest, right? No. He says that to everyone. (laughs) I know. I felt important this morning. (laughs) All right. Um, what would make me feel really important as it is to know I'm getting all the discounts available. So what kind of discounts are available on homeowners insurance? Okay. So homeowners insurance, um, there is a few. 
So another discount you can get is if you have a standard local fire alarm in the home, that gets you a discount. Uh, also a security. Meaning, do you have to be monitored to uh, an off-site place, or can it just be localized just and just lo- ring? Yeah, just a local and just the ring uh, with the batteries in, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're getting picky. Yeah, so as long as you have those batteries in, um, you get a discount. And then also for uh, security systems. So if you have a security system um, hooked up, we just ask that you bring us a certificate that the home is being monitored, and you get a discount for that as well, too. Mm-hmm. You just made me think of something uh-huh. when you said batteries. So a year ago, I rented out a home and had the new 10-year smoke alarms put in yeah. to every bedroom, CO detector, and combo smoke alarm in the hallway. A mm-hmm. um, year later, I get the house back, and they're all missing. Now, uh, and when I say missing, batteries are missing. Yeah. And in two of the bedrooms, the whole unit is missing. Yeah. Um, If there was a fire and those could have prevented further damage had they been working, is it still covered? Or or is the the insurance company going to say, hey, you didn't have working smoke detectors in there? For those, that would be a claim. So claims would ask all those questions of like what's covered, if that is covered. But most of the times, if it, it sounds in your position that you had no clue that that was going on. So you have a good case there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. She answered that very well. Yeah. 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 So, and, and I think for a, a landlord, it's important that you take pictures yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and, and good notes when, when you do uh, bring in a new tenant so that you know what was there and and you can document it and you can prove it and that's a good example that you said too i always tell people document as much as you can if you buy a nice new tv not saying we're not going to cover the tv but keep your receipt um another good tip is walk around your home maybe once a year i don't take pictures of everything i'm not really good at that but you can walk around take a video of all the things you have in your home just because when things go missing or there's a fire you at least know the contents you had last so that's a good Mm -hmm. tip too Mm mm-hmm I have a sister who's into emergency preparedness, (laughs) and she works for FEMA, Uh and she drives me, well, no, she's very nice, (laughs) but she does advise me a little too much that I should document everything, have serial numbers, and it's like, my gosh, it's a $21 (laughs) transistor radio. Uh (laughs) (laughs) They, They didn't have serial numbers back, back then, then but yeah. but uh so she insists on that documentation yeah. smart sister <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so going back to discounts besides uh, or what other discounts are available auto if you combine them yeah so if you combine your auto um also too if the home is a new home you get a really good new home discount on um also if you're you're based on your age so if you're a senior um on your homeowner's policy you do get a discount too as well why a senior aren't i more like not i I, (laughs) yes okay i am but aren't i more likely to mess up something um not really but it just gives you a discount for the senior based on your age so you get that discount um and your new home (laughs) don leaves the don leaves the stovetop on often Why well, I, I opened myself up for that one. <laughs> My fault. No, and no, but we'll go to the auto too. So the auto, you do get a bundling discount too if you have auto. So a lot of times um, I always recommend to um, homeowners, of course, uh, they're so excited, things like that. And I say, you know, um, when you have your time, come in so we can go over your auto policy. 
So going over your auto policy with being a homeowner is um, very important just because you want to make sure your liability limits are also high to help you for that exposure. Mm-hmm. Okay, any other discounts? How about if you're there's a fire hydrant right out in front of your house? Yeah, so the, with homeowners, uh, we actually run all those reports. So when you give us just the address of the property, we run all the comps on that. And we also run um, the closest uh, fire department to you. Um, so all of those, and we also run a wildlife report. So how many fires are actually have been in your area? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Have all the wildfires that have occurred around California, but not here in the Fresno, Clovis, Sanger area, have they affected our insurance rates? So it hasn't affected the rates here with our fireline report, um, but people that are in those fireline report areas, it is going to be a lot harder for them to get insurance or their, for their insurance companies to continue to renew with them. So I've noticed that when you're getting properties in Shaver and other properties in that area, um, even going to like Madera, sometimes far out Madera, it's harder to get homeowners policies due to the fires. So if somebody were paying a thousand dollars a year for insurance let's say Mm -hmm. five years ago um, and now that we've had all these wildfires the last few years it's not going to be a whole lot different not for the valley no um and actually rates i've actually noticed in the valley have actually decreased with us here in home ownership so we have nothing to worry about here in the industry um and it hasn't actually has been decreased in the last two years which is good for us Mm -hmm. um all right. So any other discounts you can think of? So, so yeah. somebody out there, what, what should they be telling their insurance, insurance agent? agent so that they can maximize their benefits? Yeah. So um, I would also always recommend bundling, bundling, having your insurance agent look over your policy and also asking it's don't be afraid to ask your agent. Am I having do I have too much coverage or do I have too less coverage that you recommend I go up? So everybody's personal preference is different. And also everyone's background is different. A college student that just started in college and has her vehicle, I'm not going to require she has the highest liability limits, but I'm not going to make sure she has the lowest too. Whereas a homeowner, if he owns a lot of rentals, I might even offer an umbrella policy to help with those exposures. Tell us what an umbrella policy is, because I'm sure Gerard thinks it's for a rainy day coverage. (laughs) We don't need one right now. It's rainy day coverage, Gerard. (laughs) Pretty much. That's a good way of putting it. Um, So an umbrella policy um, helps your liability extending for $1 million to up to uh, $5 million. So if you own different rental properties, things like that, you're open to more exposure, which means you're open to more claims Mm -hmm. and lawsuits. So you just want to make sure you have coverage for that. Mm-hmm. And it's fairly inexpensive too for that. Uh, covers you for a million dollars will go anywhere from maybe two hundred to four hundred dollars at the most. Mm-hmm. So it's fairly inexpensive for that coverage. All right. And do you, if somebody just owns their home that they they live in mm-hmm. and an automobile, do you recommend an umbrella coverage? Depending on what else they own, too. Sometimes people have boats, things like that, and that's also an exposure, too. So I have had clients where they maybe are um, have a million-dollar policy because that, like you said, if they only own one property and one auto, that policy will be less than $200 a year. So still very affordable. Mm-hmm. So, Gerard, you're going to jump on the bandwagon here and 
get a lot of discounts, right? I'm, I'm going to go check. Yeah, and stack, and don't be afraid to ask if you stack your auto. Um, AAA is also for our membership, so if you stack your membership, your auto, your home, maximize everything as you can. What's a typical? What are the typical add-ons to a poly- homeowner's policy? Like you mentioned, jewelry, mm-hmm. um, maybe guns, firearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what else? Um, some people have artwork. Um, not too, not too much here, but a lot of people have certain pieces that they spent a lot of money on. They want to make sure that's covered on there. Uh, coins. I had a client have a coin collection. Also, another client had a stamp collection. Everywhere she traveled around the world, she would spend um, by expensive stamps so those are all appraised too and then women of course always their jewelry so (laughs) (laughs) i have a i've done a lot of traveling and i have a quite quite an extensive beer can collection i i wonder if Uh, i should i think those are more sentimental value (laughs) (laughs) so just because i think it's worth a million bucks doesn't mean exactly uh, that's why we make sure that we have people take it to an appraiser (laughs) So those or, items have to be appraised. recycler. You might get a little bit more money, Don. <laughs> you know, that was a good one, Gosh, George. Don. <laughs> or even like uh, like golf. A lot of people that have had a client, uh, husband and wife, they spend a lot of money on their golf. Um, I'm not a golfer, but the golf bag and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, And they bought it. It was a collector's item. So that got appraised too. So mm-hmm. things like that. <laughs> so what's your best tip uh, about insurance that you can give our listeners? Uh best tip I would say is if you can avoid online please do um, and go to an insurance agent um, and go over your policy kind of give them a little bit of your background story um, and what you're looking for in your policy and don't don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to ask those questions because a lot of times we see the paper and we get intimidating and a lot of um, clients do when they get their deck page they just pay it they don't know what they're Mm. paying necessarily whether it be your auto or your home so I want people just to be more informed on what they're paying for and you can pay you, then you actually have a background of what you're paying for and you know the value behind it because insurance is a little hard you there's it's an intangible item can't really touch feel it see it so i would recommend doing that okay and um how often should somebody meet with their insurance agent let's say they've owned their home 10 years should they go every year to um, renew i would i would say if you notice a, if you're making changes to your policy so if you're making changes you upgraded the backyard you did a lot of work you're proud of your backyard and your kitchen because that's the main main thing all right <laughs> yeah well i want to thank you madonna fernandez of AAA insurance for coming in today gerard lozano of the fresno association of realtors and we want to thank all our listeners for tuning in to welcome home radio thank you <laughs>